You're listening to a Toronto Centre podcast. Welcome. The goal of TC Podcasts is to spread the knowledge and accumulated experience of global leaders, experts, and world-renowned specialists in financial supervision and regulation. In each episode, we'll delve into some of today's most pressing issues as it relates to financial supervision and regulation. The financial crisis, climate change, financial inclusion, fintech, and much more. Enjoy this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to TC Podcast on the Go. I'm Chin Hui Eng, Program Director from Toronto Centre. Today, I'm in Stockholm with Riksbank, the central bank in Sweden, and I have the pleasure of spending some time with Cecilia Skingsley, Deputy Governor of the Riksbank. Our conversation today will focus on effective communication as a tool for financial stability. Welcome, Cecilia, and thank you for hosting us in Stockholm and taking time to sit down with me today. Thank you. Cecilia, you have a distinguished career with experience in both the public sector and the private sector in reporting for one of the largest business newspapers in Sweden. So could you start by telling us a bit more about your background and experience, especially with regards to communication? So I uh, began my life in um, working uh, the, during the banking crisis, a severe banking crisis in Sweden in the early 1990s. I was the press spokesman for the cabinet minister in the government who was responsible for for the response of the banking crisis at the time. And um, I learned a lot and, and did a lot of the work in, in uh, crafting um, the narrative and explaining to a wider audience uh, the need to make the, uh, the, the policy measures that the government was doing at the time um, and uh, in order to make people understand and appreciate and at least accept what was, was happening you have to spend a lot of time explaining what the banks are doing and, uh, and their, their uh, very important role in, in, econo- in the economy. Uh, later, I worked as a journalist. Uh, I worked both in in uh, in the booming economy and and uh, and um, when economy was falling off a cliff. Uh, I, w- I worked during the Asian financial crisis. Wrote a lot about that, and I can see how the media reporting is changing depending on whether you are in good times or in bad times. And last but not least, I was in one of the major Swedish banks during the global financial crisis, uh, and there I I noticed very clear that. Um, if you are a bank uh, and you keep silent as the uh, speculation and rumors start to, to brew around you, uh, you have to you have to step out and, and, and talk about the situation uh, in order to sort of regain confidence, and that takes a lot of effort. Um, so I've seen the role of communication as a as a critical tool uh, from different perspectives. Thank you for sharing. It seems that you have been through really challenging times and uh, in really challenging roles as well. Uh, so speaking today's topic, which is effective communication as a tool for financial stability, could you break these concepts down for us? Uh, what is financial stability? How can effective communication be a tool towards this goal of financial stability? So I like to think about it, the starting point is that the role of the financial system is, is very critical to an economy. We know that the financial system is, is providing payment services, uh, uh, handling risk, um, uh, channeling money from savers to lenders and the likes. And 
And, and these are very critical functions for the economy to, to do well. And uh, when it works, uh, you have financial stability. And when it doesn't work, you have financial instability or, or even as worse as a financial crisis. So I think the starting point is always to, to talk about the financial system and its, its uh, critical importance in the economy. And therefore, uh, that the public sector is particularly interested uh, in uh, the health and the functionality of the companies in the financial system and, and the, in the infrastructure of the financial system. Um, and once people have hopefully understood that the financial system is, is critical to the economy, um, you can start to talk about how to improve uh, the, the, the stability of, of this very important system. Um, because it never stands still. You have to talk about uh, the required capital levels, required le liquidity levels, uh, how to keep the system safe and efficient, and also inclusive, that, that it works for everybody in society. Um, and, uh, well, communication around this is, uh, is constantly tell the story over and over again, mm -hmm. uh, the importance of it and, and the various measures you think should be put in place uh, to make it even more stable. Could you give us some examples of how effective communication has supported and reinforced Riks Bank's use of other tools? So the Central Bank of Sweden, uh, we do not have uh, responsibilities for supervision or for resolutions. Um, so there are, there are in, in separate authorities under the government. Um, so what the Riks Bank has done for, for many, many years is to do a biannual financial stability report where we look at the, uh, the health of the banking system and, and the situation in, in, in other parts of the financial system. Um, and where we think there are vulnerabilities and we think there are room for improvements, we write about this. And we also, in particular cases, uh, uh, formulate particular advices for, for other authorities, many cases uh, directed towards the Financial Supervisory Authority, uh, but there might be others as well. Um, and we have done this over the years over uh, liquidity regulations, capital regulations, uh, about the vulnerabilities in the household sector and the, the importance of having amortization regulations in, in place, to give you an example. Um, and the other authorities may not always agree with us, uh, but they become a sort of public discussion around this, which I think is healthy. Uh, and over the years, I would say that the Riks Bank has usually uh, gets listened to and, uh, and uh, the, the tools or the measures that we want to be, see executed are actually happening. You have talked about some of the stakeholders that you engage with. Uh, so more generally, who are the stakeholders uh, uh, that Riks Bank would like to engage in this communication strategy? And how would you differentiate your message according to the stakeholder, if you do? while maintaining consistency in the overall message. So you're right, there are different groups in society uh, that, uh, that knows, uh, have different level of knowledge and let different, are interested in different things. So you have to think about that as you, you, you uh, formulate your communication strategy. Um, the, the, the most common groups, the most important are the media, the financial industries, the markets, uh, legislators, other authorities, um, your own uh, institution, the, the staff at your own institution. Um, and as I said, they have different level of knowledge. So you have to think about sort of where the complexity in the, in the message, how you, you uh, need to um, uh, sort of adjust that. 
but also talk about uh, different parts of the um, stability assessment that you do in a way that these various stakeholders find relevant. And it doesn't have to mean that you are giving conflict messages. You should not give conflicting mm -hmm. messages, obviously. Uh, but it means that from a sort of basic material, which in our case is the financial stability report, we, uh, we try to sort of slice different parts of it in ways that we think that uh, different stakeholders find, find relevant. We have talked about the financial stability report and um, the communication with stakeholders such as the financial supervisor, Ministry of Finance in Sweden. So how important is co coordination of these agencies with regards to communication to the public? And how would effective coordination actually look like during normal times and during uh, times of crisis? So if we talk about, start with uh, the normal times or, or sort of peace times when the, the financial system is, is, is working uh, well, um, I think it's, uh, we, can, um, uh, we can exchange views about the analysis between authorities. We, can, we do change uh, information about latest research and, and things like that. Uh, but then each and every authority goes home and, and sort of crafts their own message so in the case of, uh, of Sweden, uh, people can read a financial stability report from the Riksbank, but they can also read it from similar uh, products, analytical products from the other authorities. And I think it, it's, it's a strength, actually, that um, um, society sort of can, can look at a little bit of varieties in, in, the, uh, in the assessments. There are much more that um, unifies our views than actually separates our, our views. That, and, uh, and if there are sort of conflicting, or it seems like it's conflicting messages, it's a signal back to us on the public side that um, maybe we should try to, to try to create a more coherent, coherent message. Uh, and that, I think, is usually improving the, the policymaking in, 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 in general terms. Um, so during a financial crisis, uh, the, um, the rules of the game uh, changes a bit. Uh, and I think in a financial crisis, it's, uh, everybody should work with their uh, objectives and their tools uh, in line with their uh, legislative mandates. But it certainly provides strength in the uh, in the in the general public sector if you can agree between uh, the various authorities including the minister of finance on some basic uh, uh, statements on on the situation of the uh, of the financial invulnerability vulnerabilities problems crisis whatever you like to call it um, uh, so there is a sort of uh, common uh, narrative around what is the problem, uh, what are the tools we can use, what are the process going forward. Uh, and one important thing is not to get in, into one authority, get into, into another authority's way, but to realize that we are all having our respective roles to play. Um, and, uh, and if you can't yet make a, make a firm decision on what to do, at least talk about the process talk about where we are in, the, in terms of the financial difficulties and talk where you want it to be, which is come back to a stable situation mm -hmm. and talk about the tools that you can use to bring back the financial system into a more stable situation. So if you can't talk decisions, you can always talk process. Mm -hmm. That's right. And uh, let's talk about another major stakeholder in this, which is the public. 
So with the advent of social media, the way that the public interacts with uh, public officials and authorities have certainly changed. So how have uh, public expectations of communication changed? And would the communication channels and methods that worked during, let's say, the Swedish banking crisis in the early 1990s, or even 10 years ago during the global financial crisis, would these channels and methods and principles work today? Well, as um, society moves forward, uh, media and communication moves with it. And uh, in the crisis of the early 1990s, it was just required to have a press conference and a couple of radio and TV interviews, and, and, and you were done, basically. Uh, now, or during the global financial crisis 10, 10 12 years ago, uh, you had to spend a lot more time communicating straight into these various stakeholders I mentioned, because they require different kind of information and different... Uh, pacing in the information and, and um, regularity in the information. Um, now with the social medias, I think you have to interact more, um, present your analysis, present your decisions, uh, but also be prepared to take questions, not only from journalists at press conferences, but also from from uh, from, from individuals online. And one thing we have already started at the, the Riksbank is that after each monetary policy meeting, we have a press conference and then in the afternoon, the governor uh, makes a chat, an hour's chat with uh, with people uh, writing in. And it, it's not only about the current monetary policy decision, it can also be about other things related to, to monetary policy or the Riksbank Bank as well. Uh, and I think uh, in the future, uh, we just all have to be prepared to interact more with people and be prepared to uh, adjust the complex level of complexity in the message com uh, depending on, on who you interact with. Mm. Thank you, Cecilia. I think you've convinced us all of the importance of effective communication, that it should be an essential tool in the toolkit of every central bank and financial supervisor. So final question for public officials who may not be that comfortable interacting with the press and the media. How, how should they start uh, preparing themselves and practicing? So your top tips for our <laughs> listeners, please. Okay, so here comes my, my top tips. I think, first of all, start with learning more about how media and journalists uh, work, their conditions they work under, and their, their objectives they are trying to achieve. Um, my view is that quality journalism is a, is a great added value to a society uh, because it uh, reveals and scrutinizes uh, developments in society that, that make people uh, get the information and understanding what's, uh, what's going on. Uh, and I think that kind of op openness or scrutiny is, 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 is good for us both in the public and the private sector because it keeps us on our toes to achieve, to strive to achieve uh, a, a good work, as well job as, as, as we possibly can. Uh, so first understand the role of the media and that it actually is something of benefit to society is, is my first tip. And my second tip is uh, start to practice. Uh, do... Uh, if you haven't already done it, do um, uh, dry rounds with press conferences with the governor explaining the latest decision and have the uh, central bank, a couple of central bank colleagues firing questions at you. Uh, you have to answer the questions just to and then go back and evaluate how did that work and and then uh, do dry rounds also with interviews. Uh, you learn a lot from these things. We do uh, practice these things every time before we do press conferences and go out and do public speeches. Because once you have practiced it, you can you can you can hear rather can hear 
is the is the message coming through or does it get muddled into many details or or or, or contradictions so um, understand the role of the media and then uh, practice in your in your office in a safe environment that's my my two best tips thank you Cecilia so practice practice and practice so I'm here today in Stockholm Sweden with Cecilia Skingsley Deputy Governor of the Swedish Riksbank, and you've been listening to the Toronto Centre podcast on the go. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm.